0: or harvesting crops. Just a third of the usual seasonal workers from overseas have come so far this year. The government set up a website for anyone able to apply for a shortage of seasonal workers, but it crashed within minutes of being announced. Unemployment claims in the UK jumped by a record amount last month. More than 2 million people were without work, the highest since the 1990s. Before the pandemic, James Martin resigned from his job to move to France. He says lockdowns left him unemployed and ineligible for the furlough scheme.
1: I promised myself that I would never get into any debt. So it is completely humiliating personally to then have to start using credit facilities to again survive. It really feels like I've come full circle.
0: More than 35,000 people who've now died in the UK after being diagnosed with coronavirus Another 545 patients have lost their lives. Downing Street says the government's considering the idea of an extra bank holiday in October. It's been suggested by the UK's tourism body, which told MPs the impact of lockdown during May has cost the industry billions. Patricia Yates is from Visit Britain.
2: What we're going to need to do um, is not just generate people in July and August, um, but really extend the season this year for the domestic market. So that would help us extend it out to half term.
0: The proposal's being considered, but the Prime Minister's office has warned public holidays also come with economic costs. EasyJet insists there's no evidence personal information has been misused following a big cyber attack on its systems. Nine million passengers have had their email addresses and travel details exposed. Some also had credit card details stolen. And six people at three unnamed Premier League clubs have tested positive for COVID-19. A total of 748 players and staff had samples taken on Sunday Monday and yesterday, ahead of a return to training in small groups today. That's the latest. I'm Robin Montague.
2: across the MERNS.
3: This is MERNS FM. Pillar and are delighted to tell you they've launched a new telephone helpline for those who are looking for emotional support, signposting or practical advice during this unusual period. The helpline will be available Mondays to Fridays, 9am till 4pm through the normal Pillar office number of 01569 That's 01569 767
2: Situated Just off the AWPRD side junction, Kibbe Lodge Sports and Country Club prides itself in offering the most competitively priced and widest ranging facilities in the north east of Scotland. Catering for every age and ability, from swimming lessons and aquaerobics, to gym circuits, personal training, pilates, fitness classes, tennis, golf and so much more. To keep the wee ones happy, Kibbe Lodge is packed full of classes, coaching and events to keep your children active and entertained throughout the year children also go free with every couple membership. For a full list of activities and fun things to do, visit our website keppylodge.co.uk Come in for a free and friendly tour of our facilities. Membership's now being taken for 2020.
4: Looking to promote your business? Why not look into advertising and sponsorship with Merns FM? A variety of affordable packages are available for both sponsoring a show and advertising. To inquire, call on 01569 766 406 or email sales at mernsfm.org.uk. With the radio, you're always on the front page. The
5: best music and chat 24 hours a day.
2: Your music, your radio, Merns FM. You light the
6: skies up above me.
3: Radio News Hub, I'm John Francis. The government's under fire as the care home crisis deepens. The testing approach is also criticised by other MPs. There's an economic warning from the Chancellor and Donald Trump is taking a drug to try and avoid getting COVID-19. Good evening. The government's facing criticism over its handling of the coronavirus crisis in care homes. The number of care home deaths in the UK is now higher than 10,000, with the overall death toll in Britain topping 35,000. And the head of the body in charge of care homes in England, Professor Martin Green, says the government was too slow to react to try and stop the spread of the virus
4: we should have been focusing on care homes from the start of this pandemic. What we saw at the start was a focus on the NHS and that meant that care homes often had uh, their medical support from the NHS withdrawn. We also had the disruption of our supply chains on PPE. So what we did was we also we didn't and another thing which I thought was was really interesting about the statistics what we didn't see was anybody who might have required a hospital uh, intervention going to hospital and that wasn't only about COVID, that was about other conditions as well, and I think that's why uh, we we see from Adelina's figures that they might be much higher in terms of the numbers of people who might have had things that weren't COVID-related that would have normally had a hospital intervention, and that didn't happen. We also saw people being discharged from hospital and we hadn't got the testing regime up and running. So despite what has been said, there were cases, I think, of people who either didn't have a COVID-19 status or were symptomatic, who were discharged into care homes. Now, given that the care homes are full of people with underlying health conditions, I think we should have looked at focusing on where the people at most risk were, rather than thinking about particular organisations when we were prioritising where we, we put our energies.
3: Health Secretary Matt Hancock disagrees and has defended the government's approach.
4: What's important is that infection control procedures are in place in that care home and those infection control procedures were put in place at the start of this crisis and have been strengthened as we've learned more and more about the virus all the way along.
3: Well, a group of MPs also say the government's ability to test people for coronavirus has been inadequate throughout the pandemic. The Science and Technology Committee says capacity was not increased early enough. Some private clinics and labs are now providing their own home testing kits. Dr. Grant Charlesworth-Jones from Summerfield Healthcare says Britain should have learned from another European nation.
7: It should have been testing uh, like Germany has been testing and Germany's got a very low uh, death rate from coronavirus and and it's no accident. There's There's a very vivid link there. And it should have been testing weeks earlier. And I think there's been this expectation that the government's going to provide tests, but there hasn't been a delivery or it's been patchy or it's been stop-start. And ultimately, there has been this dawning realisation by individuals, and particularly uh, we're working with uh, employers and industry leaders, uh, working very closely with people like the Road Haulage Association, for example, who realise that this is a problem that we you know, and uh, have to solve for ourselves And whilst the government does offer tests, sometimes it offers tests of people who who are already ill. Well, the whole point of testing is to to enable people who've got the virus to stop them spreading it and making other people who may be vulnerable uh, ill with coronavirus.
3: Let's round up some of the other headlines from today. And Chancellor Rishi Sunak says the UK economy may not bounce back straight away from the crisis caused by the coronavirus pandemic. He says it's likely to see a huge downturn and we're likely to face a severe recession, the likes of which we've never seen. Elsewhere in the UK today, there's a push from the Scottish government to get people back into work. £33 million is being made available. Nicola Sturgeon's announcement comes after the unemployment rates increased to 4.1%, which is above the UK average.
0: This initial funding, uh, most of which will be allocated to Fair Start Scotland, which is our devolved employability service, will have a particular focus on helping those most adversely affected in times of economic downturn, which are young people, disabled people and lone parents.
3: Welsh Health Minister Vaughan Geffen says the government's looking at a slight change to their lockdown rules. He claims they're looking at allowing people to meet loved ones outdoors who are not in the same household with social distancing rules in place. But he says nothing's guaranteed. This is the developing evidence that we're receiving and obviously we're reviewing our rules on lockdown every three weeks as we're required to by the law that's been introduced. And so we'll need to think about what that then means, not just about being outside, but who you're outside with and the level of contact you have. Next tonight, it seems that the government needs our help. Environment Secretary George Eustace has used a daily briefing to ask for assistance from Brits in picking fruits and vegetables ahead of the summer. It's with migrant numbers from abroad well down because of the pandemic.
8: Every year, large numbers of people come from countries such as Romania and Bulgaria to take part in the harvest, harvesting crops such as strawberries and salads and vegetables. We estimate that probably only about a third of the people that would normally come are already here and small numbers may continue to travel. But one thing is clear, and that is that this year, we will need to rely on British workers to lend a hand, to help bring that harvest home over the last couple of months we have been working with industry uh, on a plan to support and help people taking second jobs particularly those who are furloughed and we have launched a new pick for britain website uh, that enables people to go online check what job uh, issues there are what job availability there is and to marry up job opportunities from growers and employers uh, with those people seeking uh, a second job, particularly those that are furloughed. And we believe that those who are furloughed may be getting to the point that uh, uh, they want to lend a hand and play their part, uh, they may be wanting to get out and they may be wanting to supplement their income with an additional job. And if, those, uh, if they do feel that way, I would urge them uh, to visit that website and to look at the opportunities that are there.
3: Still to come, we've the latest on Project Restart as footballers return to training. And with concerns about mental health, how virtual yoga classes can help.
9: Back in a moment. It's time for some truth. Time to settle once and for all that nagging doubt about whether you've been missold. If you've lost money on a stocks and shares ISA or investment bond sold by a bank as a claims management company, Goodwin Barrett could get to the truth and deliver you compensation. You could do all this yourself and refer to the financial ombudsman for free, but there are so many other things you may want to do with your time. So text LOST to 78900. That's LOST to 78900. Goodwin Barrett. Time for some truth.
3: Time now for the latest COVID-19 headlines from around the world, and it's hard to keep Donald Trump out of the news. The US president has told reporters he himself is taking an anti-malaria drug to prevent him from catching COVID-19. That's despite medical experts saying it's unproven as an effective treatment and can cause heart problems. A
10: lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. And you'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine? I'm taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. When?
4: Right now, yeah.
10: A couple of weeks ago, I started taking it.
8: Because I think it's good. I've heard
10: a lot of good stories. Yeah, White House doctor. I didn't recommend. No, I asked him, what do you think? He said, well, if you'd like it. I said, yeah, I'd like it. I'd like to take it. A lot of people are taking it. A lot of frontline workers are taking hydroxychloroquine.
3: So the latest on Project Restart, to try and get Premier League football being played again. After an agreement between the clubs yesterday, players are now returning to the training ground, but strict guidelines have been put in place. However, it remains unclear when matches can be played again. The Brighton manager, Graham Potter, is willing to be patient.
5: I think the fact that this is such a new experience for everybody, we're in uncharted territory, so to speak, so um, there's a lot of... Uh, trial and error that has to happen and you have to give people that time to make those decisions those processes um but that's so that's where we're at in terms of the process that's the meeting there was a general move towards you know to, i think everybody's in the same position wanting to play wanting to get going want to have football um but at the same time acknowledging the, the, the circumstances that we're in some some bits of, of of clarity needed in terms of how the next stage looks
3: Now, it's claimed yoga techniques can help people who may be suffering mental health issues. There are worries many people aren't seeking help during the lockdown during what is Mental Health Awareness Week. Emily Cole from Urban Zen Yoga Studio in Swansea organised a festival at the weekend which consisted of yoga and mindfulness events for women's aid. She hopes those who take up yoga during the lockdown keep it up when measures are eased.
11: What I'm finding is people that have perhaps had some experience of yoga before, no matter how deep that experience has been, whether they were beginners or people that have been practising for years, have deepened their experience of yoga so somebody that might have gone to a class sporadically or somebody that used to go twice a week have really upped to Some of them are daily or even twice a day, which is amazing. I would love to think that people will keep it going after lockdown.
3: A reminder of tonight's top stories: the government's under fire as the care home crisis deepens. The testing approach is also criticised by other MPs, and there's an economic warning from the Chancellor. That's right. Your
2: very own radio station is the Spick of the Murns, 105 to 107 FM. This is Murns FM.
12: Are you living with dementia or support someone with dementia? Alzheimer's Scotland is still here to support you by offering support and advice. You can phone us on 01224 077. We also have a local Facebook page called Alzheimer's Scotland Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire for up-to-date information. If you're looking for some inspiration, we have people doing amazing things to fundraise for us through our Virtually Anything Is Possible Challenge. And please remember our 24-hour dementia helpline is free to call at any time on 0808 808 3000. Find all this information on the Alzheimer Scotland website.
5: Stagecoach bus services in this area will be continuing to operate reduced timetables until further notice. Full details on these temporary adjustments are available online at stagecoachbus.com. Our travel shops will also be closed until further notice. And if you're travelling by bus during this time and you're able to, please pay the driver using contactless. From all of us at Stagecoach, we thank you for your patience and understanding. For more information, visit stagecoachbus.com.
8: Hello, Mike Marwick here on Mearns FM, inviting you to join me for On The Weekend, live on Sunday mornings at the brand new time of 10am. It's two hours of a whole mix of music, folk, country, Americana, album tracks, old 45s, including music from the likes of Bowie, Fleetwood Mac, Van Morrison, The Corries, it's a bit of everything, all designed to keep your weekend feeling good. Hope you can join me here on Mearns FM, live on Sundays from 10 till noon for On The Weekend. Your
2: voice, your your music, your your radio, Murns FM.
13: In the breakups You're always there a call off I'm a pain, I'm a child, I'm afraid be yeah, you understand Yeah, like no one can I know that we don't look like much But no one screws it up like us Sixteen, and you never even judged me Matter of fact, always thought you were too cool for me Sitting there in the caravan All the nights we've been drunk on the floor be yeah, you understand yeah, like no one can. We both know. Because
14: around in half a gown and that's if I've been there Oh yeah Ask me how I'm doing now I scream aloud, I tell them I don't care And I don't care Don't bring me down, it's just static in my head yeah. So take me out and turn it up, let's make it rough We're gonna wake the dead.
9: Music. Kim, this, this is FM News.
0: From the Sky News Center at 8, people unable to work during the coronavirus pandemic in the UK being urged to help bring in the harvest. The Environment Secretaries revealed only around a third of migrant workers normally expected to pick fruit and vegetables are currently in the country. The sign-up website the government set up has already crashed. More than 850,000 people applied for universal credit in April. Total unemployment claims are now at 2.1 million, the highest level since the 90s. Downing Street suggested ministers will ultimately bear responsibility for the decisions made about COVID-19. It follows comments by Work and Pension Secretary Therese Coffey as she defended the government's handling of the crisis. Well, if the science was wrong, advice at the time was wrong, I'm not surprised if people then think we made a wrong decision. But you have to take judgments based on what you have. Figures show the number of people dying with the virus in England and Wales has fallen by a third in the space of a week. It was up to almost 40,000 to the 8th of May. Britain's data watchdog says it's investigating an EasyJet cyber attack that's affected 9 million customers. The airline says email addresses and travel details were accessed at the end of January, while some credit card numbers were also stolen. Chinese hackers are reportedly suspected of being involved. Adam French from consumer group Witch says anyone affected needs to be extra vigilant now
7: be wary of unexpected emails, unexpected phone calls, particularly about EasyJet, or contact out of the blue from strangers who seem to know more than what's usual about you.
0: In sport, Premier League football teams are continuing to prepare to complete the season as clubs resume training today with social distancing in place. All players and staff were tested for COVID-19 and six came back positive. And an extra bank holiday in October is being considered by government as a way to boost tourism post-lockdown. The head of Visit Britain's told MPs the impact of the pandemic during May has cost the industry billions. The proposals being considered, but the Prime Minister's office has warned public holidays also come with costs. That's the latest. I'm a Monteggi I'm your baby girl when
15: 6 years
2: This is Moon's FM
5: Music and chat, 24 hours a day.
9: The Aberdeenshire Signposting Project is a free, confidential, and non-judgmental service which works with people throughout Aberdeenshire to help find solutions to the non-medical issues affecting their quality of life, mood, and well-being. We can be contacted by phoning 01467. 628713 or by going online to signpostingproject.org.uk and filling in the online referral form.
8: Join Evening of Music, Madness and Mayhem.
4: Join Rich
8: and Hills
4: every Friday with Music of Yesteryear on The Vault between 6 and 7.
8: Followed by two hours of Pure Country between
2: 7 and 9.
4: Only on Mearns FM.
2: Your voice. Your music. Your your radio. Mearns FM.
3: Radio News Hub, I'm John Francis. The government's under fire as the care home crisis deepens. The testing approach is also criticized by other MPs. There's an economic warning from the Chancellor and Donald Trump is taking a drug to try and avoid getting COVID-19. Good evening. The government's facing criticism over its handling of the coronavirus crisis in care homes. The number of care home deaths in the UK is now higher than 10,000, with the overall death toll in Britain topping 35,000. And the head of the body in charge of care homes in England, Professor Martin Green, says the government was too slow to react to try and stop the spread of the virus.
4: We should have been focusing on care homes from the start of this pandemic. What we saw at the start was a focus on the NHS, and that meant that care homes often had uh, their medical support from the NHS withdrawn. We also had the disruption of our supply chains on PPE. So what we did was we well, also we didn't. And another thing which I thought was, was really interesting about the statistics, what we didn't see was anybody who might have required a hospital uh, intervention going to hospital. And that wasn't only about COVID, that was about other conditions as well, but I think that's why uh, we, we see from Adelina's figures that they might be much higher in terms of the numbers of people who might have had things that weren't COVID related that would have normally had a hospital intervention, and that didn't happen we also saw people being discharged from hospital and we hadn't got the testing regime up and running. So, despite what has been said, there were cases, I think, of people who either didn't have a COVID-19 status or were symptomatic, who were discharged into care homes. Now, given that the care homes are full of people with underlying health conditions, I think we should have looked at focusing on where the people at most risk were rather than thinking about particular organisations when we were prioritising where we we put our energies.
3: Health Secretary Matt Hancock disagrees and has defended the government's approach.
4: What's important is that infection control procedures are in place in that care home and those infection control procedures were put in place at the start of this crisis and have been strengthened as we've learned more and more about the virus all the way along.
3: Well, a group of MPs also say the government's ability to test people for coronavirus has been inadequate throughout the pandemic. The Science and Technology Committee says capacity was not increased early enough. Some private clinics and labs are now providing their own home testing kits. Dr Grant Charlesworth-Jones from Summerfield Healthcare says Britain should have learned from another European nation.
7: It should have been testing uh, like Germany has been testing and Germany's got a very low uh, death rate from coronavirus and and it's no accident, There's there's a very vivid link there. And it should have been testing weeks earlier. And I think there's been this expectation that the government's going to provide tests, but there hasn't been a delivery or it's been patchy or it's been stop-start. And ultimately, there has been this dawning realisation by individuals and particularly uh, we're working with uh, employers and industry leaders, uh, working very closely with people like the Road Haulage Association, for example, who realise that this is a problem that we you know, and, uh, have to solve for ourselves. And whilst the government does offer tests, sometimes it offers tests of people who, have already, who are already ill. Well, the whole point of testing is to, to, I, is to enable people who've got the virus to stop them spreading it and making other people who may be vulnerable uh, ill with coronavirus. <laughs>
3: Let's round up some of the other headlines from today. And Chancellor Rishi Sunak says the UK economy may not bounce back straight away from the crisis caused by the coronavirus pandemic. He says it's likely to see a huge downturn and we're likely to face a severe recession, the likes of which we've never seen. Elsewhere in the UK today, there's a push from the Scottish Government to get people back into work. £33 million is being made available. Nicola Sturgeon's announcement comes after the unemployment rates increased to 4.1%, which is above the UK average.
0: This initial funding, uh, most of which will be allocated to Fair Start Scotland, which is our devolved employability service, will have a particular focus on helping those most adversely affected in times of economic downturn, which are young people, disabled people and lone parents.
3: Welsh Health Minister Vaughan Geffen says the government's looking at a slight change to their lockdown rules. He claims they're looking at allowing people to meet loved ones outdoors who are not in the same household with social distancing rules in place. But he says nothing's guaranteed. This is the developing evidence that we're receiving, and obviously we're reviewing our rules on lockdown every three weeks as we're required to by the law that's been introduced. And so we'll need to think about what that then means, not just about being outside, but who you're outside with and the level of contact you have. Next tonight, it seems that the government needs our help. Environment Secretary George Eustace has used a daily briefing to ask for assistance from Brits in picking fruits and vegetables ahead of the summer. It's with migrant numbers from abroad well down because of the pandemic.
8: Every year, large numbers of people come from countries such as Romania and Bulgaria to take part in the harvest, harvesting crops such as strawberries and salads and vegetables. We estimate that probably only about a third of the people that would normally come are already here and small numbers may continue to travel. But one thing is clear, and that is that this year, we will need to rely on British workers to lend a hand, To help bring that harvest home over the last couple of months we have been working with industry uh, on a plan to support and help people taking second jobs particularly those who are furloughed and we have launched a new pick for britain website uh, that enables people to go online check what job uh, issues there are what job availability there is and to marry up job opportunities from growers and employers uh, with those people seeking uh, a second job, particularly those that are furloughed. And We believe that those who are furloughed may be getting to the point that uh, uh, they want to lend a hand and play their part, uh, they may be wanting to get out and they may be wanting to supplement their income with an additional job. And if, those, uh, if they do feel that way, I would urge them uh, to visit that website and to look at the opportunities that are there.
3: Still to come, we've the latest on Project Restart as footballers return to training. And with concerns about mental health, how virtual yoga classes can help.
9: Back in a moment. It's time for some truth. Time to settle once and for all that nagging doubt about whether you've been missold. If you've lost money on a stocks and shares ISA or investment bond sold by a bank as a claims management company, Goodwin Barrett could get to the truth and deliver you compensation. You could do all this yourself and refer to the financial ombudsman for free, but there are so many other things you may want to do with your time. So text LOST to 78900. That's LOST to 78900. Goodwin Barrett. Time for some truth.
3: Time now for the latest COVID-19 headlines from around the world and it's hard to keep Donald Trump out of the news. The US president has told reporters he himself is taking an anti-malaria drug to prevent him from catching COVID-19. That's despite medical experts saying it's unproven as an effective treatment and can cause heart problems.
10: A lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. And you'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine? I'm taking it. Hydroxychloroquine.
4: When? Right now, yeah.
10: A couple of weeks ago, I started taking it.
8: Because I think it's good. I've heard
10: a lot of good stories. Yeah, White House doctor. I didn't recommend No, I asked him, what do you think? He said, well, if you'd like it. I said, yeah, I'd like it. I'd like to take it. A lot of people are taking it. A lot of frontline workers are taking hydroxychloroquine.
3: To the latest on Project Restart, to try and get Premier League football being played again. After an agreement between the clubs yesterday, players are now returning to the training ground, but strict guidelines have been put in place. However, it remains unclear when matches can be played again. The Brighton manager, Graham Potter, is willing to be patient.
5: I think the fact that this is such a new experience for everybody, we're in uncharted territory, so to speak, so um, there's a lot of... uh, trial and error that has to happen. And you have to give people that time to make those decisions, those processes. Um, but that's, so that's where we're at in terms of the process. That's the meeting. There was a general move towards, you know, to, I think everybody's in the same position, wanting to play, wanting to get going, want to have football, um, but at the same time, acknowledging the, the, the circumstances that we're in, some, some bits of, of, of clarity needed in terms of how the next stage looks.
3: Now, it's claimed yoga techniques can help people who may be suffering mental health issues. There are worries many people aren't seeking help during the lockdown during what is Mental Health Awareness Week. Emily Cole from Urban Zen Yoga Studio in Swansea organised a festival at the weekend which consisted of yoga and mindfulness events for Women's Aid. She hopes those who take up yoga during the lockdown keep it up when measures are eased.
11: What I'm finding is people that have perhaps had some experience of yoga before, no matter how deep that experience has been, whether they were beginners or people that have been practising for years, have deepened their experience of yoga. So somebody that might have gone to a class sporadically or somebody that used to go twice a week have really upped to... Some of them are daily or even twice a day, which is amazing. I would love to think that people will keep it going after lockdown.
3: A reminder of tonight's top stories. The government's under fire as the care home crisis deepens. The testing approach is also criticised by other MPs and there's an economic warning from the Chancellor. That's the latest. New voice, new away.
2: music, a new radio, Moans FM. Hello everyone. Hello everyone, hello everyone, glad that you could come Songs, nursery rhymes and story time Bookbug sessions are free and inspire a love of reading Join me, Julia, at the Childlike Reader for weekly Bookbug sessions With many activities now cancelled I'm providing free online Bookbug sessions on a voluntary basis Through my YouTube channel to help fill the gap Watch Bookbug on Wednesdays for preschoolers Or Bookbug on Thursdays for babies Subscribe to the Childlike Reader on YouTube Follow us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash the childlike reader.
5: In these difficult times, many businesses are very much open for business and still need to communicate with their customers. Radio can help. With the radio, it's business as usual, even when it's not business as usual. Get your message across to your customers in the Merns by calling 01569 766 406 or emailing sales at mernsfm.org.uk. Radio advertising, it works. And coming soon to Portlethen on 105.1 FM and on DAB digital radio across the northeast of Scotland.
4: can keep up to date with Merns FM via social media. Follow us on Facebook Merns FM, Twitter at Merns FM and Instagram Merns FM. Follow us across all platforms now for show and station news and community updates.
2: Your very own radio station is the Spick of the Merns. 105 to 107 FM this is Merns FM.
4: Merlin's FM radio app from your app store now and take us with you wherever you go.
2: FM.
16: You're so unbelievable Singly like it's so many can ask us Pushing down the relative, bringing out your higher self Think of the fine times, pushing down a better view Instead of bringing the answers to watch the world And Take your eyes to break yourself. With the grace and peace, I know this world and what it seems. Oh, man! Don't believe
9: Playing a better mix of music, Stonehaven, Inverbervy, Lawrence Kirk, this, this is Mairns FM News.
0: From the Sky News Centre at nine, the number of people claiming unemployment benefits has risen to more than two million, a figure last year.